the American Photographic Artist Scope podcast hosted by APA's Diversity Committee. Our committee is charged with clearing a path to success for our members who are traditionally underrepresented or marginalized in the photo industry. We created the Scope Show as a platform to converse with members of these communities to understand the challenges they face and to celebrate the wins they make as image makers. Join us as we engage in frank conversations about race, about decolonizing the photo industry, about putting a focus on the LGBTQIA community, and much more. Let's start the show. I asked Tracy Tarek to moderate. She spent 20 years creating visual content, and her photo agency, Poppy Creative, represents some of the top commercial photographers, yet she still found time to launch Focus on Women to elevate and empower female-identifying professionals in the commercial industry. She'll be speaking about her experience and be in discussions with Karen Sachs, founder of The Loop, and Polly Arungu, who last year launched Black Women Photographers. I'm handing them the platform, and at the end, I'll be back for the Q&A. So be sure to put your questions in the Q&A area, and we will talk with everyone then. But um, for now, I'm going to hand it over to Tracy. Great. Thanks. I'm Tracy Tarek, the founder of Poppy Creative Agency, as well as Focus on Women, like Juliet mentioned. I am here with two amazing ladies, Karen Sachs from The Loop and Polly Irungu from Black Women Photographers. Um, thanks, everyone, for joining us. And we're going to start a little bit background on The Loop. The Loop is a platform that connects brands with diverse photographers to create custom, high-quality visual content. Karen, the founder and CEO, has dedicated her career championing artists and getting the right eyes on their work. She has served as an advisor to companies around the world with a focus on content licensing, business development, and international growth. Previously, she was the director of content development for Shutterstock, where she led the acquisition and curatorial direction for Offset and has also worked for National Geographic, The Wall Street Journal, Martha Stewart Living, Williams-Sonoma, and many more. Uh, Karen regularly speaks on diversity and authenticity in front of and behind the lens and has appeared on CBS and MSNBC. Polly is the founder of Black Women Photographers, a global community and directory of Black women and non-binary photographers. She's also a digital content editor at New York's Public Radio, where she's responsible for managing social media for WNYC and PRX's The Takeaway, a national NPR show with over 2 million listeners. Pitching news stories and features for The Takeaway and her podcast is ranked the fourth most downloaded amongst others. As a photographer, Polly's work has been published in numerous publications, including Global Citizen, NPR, BBC News, The Loop, Emmy Theater, Refinery29, The Washington Post, BuzzFeed, and many others. So welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm excited to meet both of you. Um, we obviously kind of, you know, are in the same world, in the same arena of what we do with our free time, so to speak. Um, so I want to start and we can start with whoever wants to go first. Um, I just want each of you to tell a little bit about your organization 
and what the process is to become part of that organization if someone is interested. Can you walk us through? Polly, do you want to go first? Sure. Since I'm the newest <laughs> one on the block. Um, <laughs> thanks for the kind introduction and thank you for having me. Um, so I started Black Women Photographers last year, as you mentioned, uh, during this pandemic. In June, I kicked it off with the COVID-19 relief fund. Able to fundraise over $14,000 USD to help photographers here in the States and internationally and provide them with a small relief fund. Um, and then the following month is when I launched the Golden database in July, my birthday. And really, the process is pretty simple. Um, I mean, people just email or sometimes they just DM wherever, whichever platform they discover BWP, but um, they just send an email and just ask and provide background about themselves and their journey. Um, I send them a quick form that basically just goes over, you know, who they are, um, a link to their work, um, just any background information that they care to share and what they would want to share with editors. Um, and also just like community based questions like, you know, you know, why would you want to join this community? How can this community help you? And how can you help this community kind of thing? Um, and then after that, you know, I, I accept pretty much any and all photographers who want to be a part of it that identify as a black woman or non-binary photographer. Um, and I get them up on the, the directory. And so it's pretty a quick process. And how many are on the directory currently? Currently over 600. Um, so it's, it's nice to see the growth. Um, just happen, you know, pretty quickly and organically through social media and different platforms such as this one. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Um, Karen, you want to tell us a little bit more about the loop and what, sure. what the platform's like? Sure. We are a platform connecting women and non-binary photographers with brands um, to create content around the world. And we're also a community uh, and we look to, to help and empower the photographers in our community. So to become a member of The Loop, you can come to our website, theloop.com, and you can apply to be a member. You tell us a little bit about yourself and you um, submit a link to your website, to your Instagram, whatever you want us to view. We review that. Um, and we do not accept every photographer who applies into The Loop. And there's a specific reason. And that's because we're connecting the photographers with the brands. And we want to make sure that any job that a photographer takes, that they have the experience, the knowledge, and the ability to take on that work to do a wonderful job for that brand. Um, so we're pretty selective in the photographers that we bring on. We're at 450 photographers now. We've been doing this for about two years. Uh, we review, we're looking for lighting, composition, um, past work, past experience. And we know that every photographer um, around the world doesn't always have the same opportunities as some of the photographers in New York or London or LA. So we're cognizant of that when we're looking at your work. And um, what we're really looking at is uh, the, the um, technical capabilities that you have um, on top of your experience. So all of that matters. And then we welcome you into the loop and you're on the platform. And can you tell us a little bit about the types of brands that you're connecting these ladies with? Yeah, sure. Um, all of the women on our platform have the opportunity through the loop to work with brands 
um, like Facebook or Peloton or a number of other large enterprises who um, come to the loop for content. And they come to us because of our global representation, because of the diversity, um, and because they want to work with women photographers. So there's an opportunity to work with all different types of brands. We also work with some smaller companies. We're shooting for a startup right now. It really depends. Um, it's, you know, every job isn't the same, but it's a wide variety of, of um, brands who are coming to the loop. And can the artists be represented already? Are they all individual yeah. photographers or how does yeah. that work? Yeah, it, it, it just depends. You know, photographers in certain cities might have agents, might have reps. Um, photographers in other places probably don't. It depends on where that photographer is. We welcome everyone to apply. We're not competing with the reps. Um, that's not our goal at all. Um, we want to just help women find more jobs, find more work. It really depends on their relationship with their rep. So a photographer might say, I can't I can't join. My rep um, wants to take a cut of everything and it just doesn't make sense. Or, you know, what we say back to that photographer is we're also a community. And so we'd hate for you to miss out on the community opportunities and the different things we do because of that. But it's really not something that we get involved in. It's up to the photographer. Uh, and we, we want the photographer to make that choice. And if they want to be a member of this community, we want them to have that opportunity. So, uh, you know, whatever they decide. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I think that was a question I know some people have. Um, so I thought I would just ask that right off the bat. Um, so now that you've been, um, we'll stay with Karen, now that you've been there for two years, what are, what are some of the challenges that you hear most often from female professionals? Yeah, so um, not just over the last two years that uh, we've been building the loop, but just throughout my career, I've, I've heard from women about um, different issues that have come up from other people on set thinking that they're an assistant um, to uh, being called sweetie or um, angel on set. Somebody was just saying that last week um, in a talk that we did for our community. So I, I think it's often the problem a problem that women photographers run into is not being taken seriously, not being thought of as the photographer on set. I think a lot of people have um, a connotation of, of what a photographer looks like. And a photographer does not always look like um, a man. A photographer can come in all different shapes and sizes and genders and sex. So it just um, is part of what we're trying to do is educate that there are uh, hundreds if not thousands of women photographers around the world who are qualified, who have the capabilities uh, and should be given or afforded the opportunities to create content for all different types of brands. So, you know, we've, it, it runs the gamut of things that women photographers are told. I'm sure both of you have heard a lot of this from photographers who you work with or probably when you're shooting, it, it's just something that happens and something that we wanna fight against. Yeah, yeah. Holly, for you, was that one of the main reasons for doing what you did to start the platform was your own experience on set? Um, I think, I mean, Karen brings up a lot of great points. Um, not necessarily my own experience. I mean, for me, it's even just being able to get to the set. 
um, being able to, you know, have that opportunity, that access to even be on a set is really the issue for myself as a Black woman um, and for other Black women photographers that have, you know, reached out and, you know, talked to me about their experience. Um, because if we're afforded that opportunity, um, that's one thing. And then two, once we get there and have that opportunity, then it's usually microaggressions, racist, just different mm -hmm. things like that. Um, and so for me, I mean, for my own experience, really was the lack of, you know, being able to find other Black photographers or Black women photographers when I was starting my journey was really one of the main reasons why I launched it. Um, I went to a PWI, so for those who don't know what that is, it's a predominantly white university. Um, I went to the University of Oregon, and so for me that, you know, uh, the lack of um, community, the lack of, you know, just finding other photographers who look like me was really one of the motivations um, because it can be very discouraging. It's hard to navigate uh, to, you know, white male dominated industries, one photojournalism uh, and the other just being journalism itself and media itself. And so for me, that's really what was one of the reasons, uh, the driving forces. Um, I was able to find some community within um, NEBJ, which is Association for Black Journalists, which helped, you know, give me that push that I needed, that affirmation that I could actually be in the field of journalism. Um, but when I was starting out as a photographer, I mean, I barely was contacted for assignments. I applied for every photo internship you could think of, did not get a single call back, uh, no interview. Um, and so it can be very defeating, right? And so, you know, for people like, you know, who often get rejections, you either keep going or you just stay down, right? And so for me, I had to um, just keep going and learn though, you know, the tradition, non-traditional route is just teaching yourself like most photographers have done um, within this community. And, just from what I hear, it's a lot of the photographers, photographers are self-taught. Um, and, you know, by doing so, you miss out on, you know, the, the access that you may get from an internship, the opportunities you may get right off the bat, that network. And so it is harder to not be on an even playing field. Um, and so for me, just hearing from the different experiences from the photographers in the community who also shared, even if they were based here or elsewhere, I mean, for the folks who are based elsewhere, it's more so if, you know, photographers parachuting in and they're not being considered. So they're, you know, main, you know, mainly Western outlets, not hiring local photographers was the issue for those who are based internationally. Um, but for the folks who are based here, you know, they shared similar sentiments. It was hard to even just get hired in the first place. And so for me, that was really just the driving force of doing this is to help those photographers get seen and then get hired, um, but also make sure that they have that, you know, the educational background or become what, you know, what people dub as, you know, industry standard or just ready for the industry in a sense, because if you don't get access to those hiring opportunities, how can you even be hired in the first place, right? But if you don't know what it takes to be hired, you know, you may not know just the common language within contracts. You may not know um, what photo editors at the New York Times or wherever else are looking for it. If you don't know, you don't know, right? Um, and so for me, it's just all the stuff that I learned was was either the hard way or just now through um, setting up these educational webinars and trainings um, and events that I've been doing for the community. Um, so the reason why I know the stuff I know now, um, because again, I didn't go to a school for it. I didn't have, you know, mentors at, at that time. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting that um, 
I mean, I feel like the same thing was how Focus on Women was started was I just heard from so many women at different events that I went to where there were a few women in the room where it was like, oh, you're going to you're going to have a happy hour for women. Oh, my God. Can I be invited? You know, I think we're all seeking community and and resources. And, you know, especially in the photography field, um, so many people are self-taught or do go to school, but they don't even learn some of those things when they leave school, like how to do a business plan or how to charge, how to make an invoice, you know, like all of that bookkeeping stuff that isn't taught in photography school. Um, so it's great to, you know, see that there are people out there who saw the need and then, you know, tried to fill that niche because they, they needed it themselves. I love that. Um, can you go, can you each go into a little bit more, um, Karen, will you tell us a little bit more about what you do for the community in terms of networking events, and workshops and things like that? Yeah, sure. So our focus right now has really been on getting everyone work. Um, and so we're slightly different in the sense that, um, we are building out a platform. We're a startup. We're a tech company. Uh, we're really focused on connecting these photographers and giving them the tools um, that they need to get the work that they want to get and want to achieve. That said, we also have an active um, Slack community where we're helping everyone. We um, give advice and feedback and everyone jumps in and gives advice uh, to one another, which we love seeing. And then we do monthly Zoom calls uh, in the future. Post-COVID, we have a lot of other things planned to um, continue to help the community, but our focus is slightly different um, in the sense that we're not focused on doing regular events um, in New York. Our community is all over the world, so we do a lot online um, and, and really try to connect with our community that way. Okay, cool. And Polly, will you go into a little bit about the different programs you guys are working on? Yeah, um, similar to Karen, we just wrapped up this uh, virtual free webinar series with the Everyday Projects um, based on the essentials of photojournalism as a five week um, free classes with some, some notable folks that you all probably know in this call and who will be watching later, um, you know, I think the first week was, ooh, what was the first week? Man, it was, um, there was a class on pitching from a photographer's perspective and then an editor's perspective. Um, there was grant funding, how to get support for your projects and just the basics of like grant writing. Um, there was a class from Yogazi, who's a Nigerian-based, um, a Nigerian photojournalist, and she spoke on just, you know, being your own manager as a photographer, how you don't necessarily need a rep or whatever to be successful and just what you need to know with contracts and language and licensing. Um, and usage and things like that. And she shared examples from her own contracts that she's received um, just to break it down in the most practical way. Um, and so that literally just ended last week, um, but we've been doing conversations ever since the start, um, virtually, obviously on Zoom. And that's been helpful because we have over 12 time zones in the group. Um, so we need that uh, virtual setting. Yeah. Um, and so, um, I mean, the classes have varied from, again, like pitching to tackling uh, quote unquote imposter syndrome to business side of photography. We've done a few how-to series with the photo directors um, and photo team at Bloomberg. Um, we've again partnered with different organizations to host great you know, 
uh, practical educational talks. Um, and then we also did this series with Adobe Lightroom that's ongoing of just speaking with notable black photographers and filmmakers in the industry, hear from their experience, how they got their start. Um, because you always see photographers when they're at the top, it's like, okay, where did they, where did they start their journey, right? How did they put in those 10,000 hours to get to where they are? Um, and that was very, you know, inspiring, but also just, again, practical advice from these photographers who are one point where, where you are at in your journey. Um, and then just some other talks and events that not necessarily within, um, not necessarily with, again, members of this community, but just, I just felt that it would be necessary um, to hear from them because of who they are in the industry. So a conversation with Pete Souza was one of the highlights yeah. and, on, um, and others in the industry that you know serve a different purpose. And so those are just some of the events. Um, right now, we just also doing again, different trainings. Um, we recently did a training for safety, just like HEFAT, because I never <laughs> knew that HEFAT training was a thing, safety training. Um, until last year. And so set that up, looking forward to setting up another one and just did um, two sets of trainings for different softwares. Um, the most recently one with Capture One uh, and they have graciously offered licenses to the community. And so, um, yeah, again, all of our events have been virtual obviously because of this pandemic, but also just because of how um, global our community is and uh, moving forward, there will most likely be a mix of virtual and in-person. We've recently started doing some BWB meetups where photographers in their local respective communities have done uh, just a cool gathering outside and meet other Black women, non-binary photographers. And so that's been exciting to witness. There's a few more coming up um, at the end of this month. I love seeing those pictures on um, on your stories, Polly. It's so it's so fun to see the excitement for everyone getting yeah, together. Really, it's really um, cool. I know. Um, I, I definitely have FOMO. Like uh, at the end of this month, uh, some folks in Abuja, Nigeria, um, and then some folks in LA and Dallas um, and DC have all planned their meetups. And so uh, one day awesome. I'll be able to travel to all these places and meet them all. Um, but for now, it's just exciting again, like you too. Yeah. yeah, that's very cool. Very cool. Um, so Karen, can we go back a little bit to um, how is it with, because you do work with the brand, so you're on the, you're getting to see some of that other side. Like, have you seen a shift where they are looking for women in particular and, and how, you know, how does that feel or what are those changes and how, you know, how far has it really come for us? Um, I don't know that I can say how far it's come, but I can say <laughs> that there's definitely a huge change happening and you can feel it. You can feel it. Um, and I think a lot of it, you know, I, I attribute to, to Polly, she's made, um, such incredible headway in building, uh, black women photographers and more and more brands are realizing that, the, you know, the, the whole idea of, they don't know where to find black women photographers is, is kind of just so absurd. Um, and Polly is putting it out there for everyone to see where they are, which is amazing. But we're getting requests for more diverse photographers, which is wonderful because um, the loop is quite diverse and we wanna make sure that it is, um, you know, not just the white photographers who are getting work, that it's photographers of, of every race um, and, and all over the world who are getting the work. So 
that's really important to us. We're hearing from brands that they have mandates that they need to hire diverse photographers, which is really incredible. You weren't hearing that two or three years ago. Nobody really cared. They weren't even thinking about it. They were just getting whoever they could or whoever they knew or whoever the creative director, art director, photo editor had a relationship with. And that's why those people keep getting the work over and over again. And it's really hard for photographers to break in. So we are definitely seeing that change where brands are coming to us. Um, they're coming to us because we are a community of women photographers, because we are diverse. Uh, they That's important to them now. Um, and we're seeing that change. And the reason that's, I mean, we should talk about, there's a couple of reasons why that's important. One being when more diverse people are taking the photos, um, they're going to resonate with a, a more diverse audience. I mean, we, sh we should acknowledge that. It's it's of course about getting more women um, behind the camera and getting them work, but it's also about representation um, and connecting with an audience. And I think brands, to answer the question, uh, the brands are realizing how important that is, uh, that they need diverse representation in their imagery, behind the camera, in front of the camera to connect with their audiences. Um, and so that's important to us when we are pulling photographers for the jobs that we're working on for the projects we're working on. It's really important to us that it's a diverse group and that the imagery that we're returning back to the customer, back to the brands is diverse. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good point is that it's really, it's the, um, it's who, you know, it's having those people be behind the lens that's changing the vision as well as the other side too. So that's, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. That. Um, and what do you guys, how are you feeling? You know, I feel like there's so many different organizations that have started in the last couple of years around both diversity and women and non-binary and do you feel your do we do you feel like you're um the there's power in those numbers that that's helping and that we should all be you know kind of holding hands and working together and lifting each other up just helps the whole situation or do we feel like there will be an oversaturation at some point <laughs> Uh, I will. Polly, you want to see? Yeah, I'll go after Polly. <laughs> I mean, I would hope that one day we feel that there's an oversaturation of women photographers being hired. I mean, right now that's not the case because that's why we're here right now. Right. Um, you know, so for me, I think the more the merrier. I think we all serve a different purpose um, and we see where we can complement each other. Um, as well. And so for me, I mean, I don't mind it, obviously, because I'm one of the new folks, right, on the block. Um, and, you know, again, like, we all do different things, but we also have things where we do the same things. And that's where we can complement each other and work together. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, right now, there is no uh, oversaturation of women or non-marine photographers being hired. So until there is, maybe we could, uh, uh, rethink that but right now I think we're okay yeah I the thought wouldn't even dawn on me to be honest because I think that all of the different communities platforms out there are doing something different and unique and I think that is what's important is that we're bringing something different to the table but at the same time helping underrepresented um, creators get work or build community or in Polly's case, learn. I mean, the the different panels that you're setting up are just incredible. And I, that is so important. And I think there's crossover, right? Like Polly is a member of the loop. 
um, and other members of Black women photographers are also in the loop. So there's there's a ton of crossover. I mean, when you think about women photograph helping editorial photographers get their name out there, we are specifically focused on commercial photographers, although just recently we've been taking on more editorial photographers. I think there's room for everyone and we're all doing something different, right? We're concentrated on building um, a platform that allows the brands and the photographers to connect online, right? And, and there's a community aspect to it, but we're really focused on the technology that we're building to help women um, do their jobs. And Polly has a different focus. So to me, it's it's not even a question of too many. We're all out there trying to, um, to help and, and to change the world of photography, which needs a huge change and a huge overhaul. <laughs> right, right. Do you want to share with the group um, who some of your top, who are some of those other uh, organizations that you're that you're noticing and watching that you love right now? Um, yeah, I mean, go for it, Polly. Sorry, um, I mean for me, like uh, you mentioned, woman photograph for me that was like the inspiration for me, um, and that whole team has been super supportive from the start. Um, I mentioned earlier the Everyday Projects. Um, and again, that whole team and all the work they do and the different like chapters they have, they have like, you know, everyday Africa and everyday Pakistan and everyday Iran. Um, so that team has been incredible as well um, for the start and who, that's who we recently collaborated with for the uh, webinar series. Um, Authority Collective is one of my other favorite communities, mm -hmm. obviously also diversified photo as well. Um, they have been one of the folks who has also been trailblazing uh, the way in this industry. Um, yeah, and obviously the loop as well. So uh, I think those are the folks who come to mind right away, um, but I'm prob probably as well, definitely leaving folks out. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, photography, and I, I've said this before, and if there's anybody on this call who's in the loop, they've probably heard me say this, but I think photography has a history of being, um, a competitive field like there's there was always this thought that there's not enough work for everyone so photographers were secretive and held things back and didn't share and didn't help and didn't mentor the next generation of photographers um and and that's not great right like we want to break that down we want to say that it doesn't have to be so competitive that you can connect with others you can be supportive of others you don't have to be so quiet and hush hush about your jobs i think it's beautiful when a photographer in the loop will say I have a job, but I can't do it. Some, you know, an opportunity has come up. Is there someone else who can take this on? Is there someone else who can do this shoot? That's beautiful. That's wonderful. Like, let's share it and not be afraid that that photographer is now going to steal your client, right? And so if we're trying to break down the walls of competition, then it only makes sense that any platform, any community that is helping women photographers is supported and helped and encouraged and empowered the same way we would with photographers. I mean, it's it's a great thing. And I think the more that are out there, the more that are working for change, the better. And Polly's named uh, a number of great ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanna shout out one more um, that's not necessarily uh, a community in this tr traditional sense that we're speaking of, but Carmen Chan um, and the two other photographers. Yeah. yeah. That started, yeah. F, you know, F gatekeeping, um, yeah. literally for the reason why you just said it, Karen, yeah. like not to gatekeep this information, yeah. to share our knowledge. Um, and so just wanted to shout out them as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, I think that's super important. 
and I love to, I love watching all of that happen and seeing all of these different, um, people just kind of stand up and be open-minded and share their information. I think there is plenty of work to go around. I think as a rep, you sort of, you know, you have your own little bubble that you live in with, with your artists. And that's something I've always said to my artists is there's plenty of work to go around. There's no reason to be competing amongst your own peers all the time. Yeah. Which kind of goes back to your initial question to me about do photographers in the loop also have reps to me um, and to my team, there is so much work out there. And a lot of the projects we're getting are not projects that necessarily come through a rep. And um, I'm not a rep, but I would hope that reps just as well want to get their photographers as much work or have their photographers working all the time. And I think through the pandemic, that was one thing that we really focused on is making sure that photographers had work and could continue to work. We had a message from one of our photographers recently that a year ago at this time, she was concerned about how she was going to put food on the table to feed her family. And we were helping her get work and she was able to keep going and keep going in photography. And so I think there's a different way of looking at things today. So for reps breaking down the thought of competition, for photographers breaking down the thought of competition, and then coming to the platforms that we're all out there with a common goal, which is to help more women get work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so we talked a little bit about the that the shift has definitely started and we've started to see it and we've seen art buyers asking for it. And we're seeing it, I think, it, through the imagery that's being put out there for sure, especially in the last year, more than anything, right? Um, what about how, do, have we also, well, would we all agree? I, I mean, I would, I think this is um, a case in point is that it's also shifted how we see women and how we portray women in photography and advertising and having a woman behind the camera has helped elevate that and change that lens as well. Would you both agree? Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's complicated and nuanced and there's a lot of layers to the question. Um, I don't think it's just about, I think it's important obviously and something I'm working and fighting for every single day all day long um, is to get women behind the camera because I do believe that the representation of women therefore changes. I I like to look at images and guess if a man or woman shot it. Um, Cause I think sometimes with like overly sexualized images, you kind of think, oh, <laughs> a woman didn't take this image. But I think it's also more complicated in the sense that art directors are also behind that image and brands are behind that image. And they have a creative vision of what they want that image to be if it was shot for a brand. So it's not just about the photographer, but yes, I do think that we are seeing in imagery, women take on more roles than just the homemaker or, you know, just taking care of the children or um, in overly sexualized images, right? You're seeing more nuanced women um, in front of you. And that will resonate with me as a consumer much more. So again, why, it, why all of this is just so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you've seen brands, like look at all some of those new brands that are coming out that have completely shifted, you know, they're being more socially conscious, they're being really vocal about um, behind the scenes, you know, like who we hire, who's working here, who's, and yeah. so that 
yeah, that's a big shift as well. Yeah. Polly, did you have something you wanted to add? Um, no, I think Karen made a very good point with that. Um, let's talk then about what's next for both of you know, both of your organizations as we grow, what is, what is the, you know, we're all coming out of COVID and hopefully back at work. Um, what do you see that's different? That's help, you know, that's moving forward and what is, you know, the next year look for both of you guys with your programs? Um, well, I mean, July next month. I mean, I, I don't know about the whole year. <laughs> I mean, so I could tell you about next month um, because obviously with the pandemic, I've just, um, I, I've been more cautious of how far in advance I plan for things <laughs> um, because you just never know. And so also just because of the capacity of what I can just manage um, in my bandwidth and uh, and balancing this with a full-time job and and then my other obligations. And so for me next, I only know like the few weeks of planned. Um, <laughs> and so uh, uh, July marks the first anniversary of Black Women Photographers. So I'm very excited about that. And so right now I'm just, um, again, pretty much doing the same thing just keep getting the word out, keep growing the community, keep, you know, connecting photographers. Um, recently just actually wrapped up a bunch of portfolio review sessions. Um, it's one of just like the main priorities I have for this community because a lot of the photographers have never had their portfolio critiqued outside of friends or family. <laughs> um, and we all know why it's important to have more than friends and family critique your portfolio. And so I've been offering free portfolios um, pretty much since the launch of the community uh, with different, you know, photo editors at the Times or, you know, local ones like the uh, Star Tribune or again, national ones like NPR, Washington Post or Guardian. Um, mm -hmm. All of them have, you know, and more have been fortunate enough to, you know, give us their time and, you know, review portfolios. And so uh, just wrapped up the spring, in a sense, sessions. And so looking forward to do some summer sessions um, starting next month. Um, and maybe do a, a few other cool things to celebrate the one year anniversary. Still, again, uh, <laughs> everything's up. Like, you know, I'm still planning. So I have nothing major to announce yet, but please do stay tuned. Um, you know, on the site, blackwomenphotographers.com, you can subscribe to the newsletter because there will be cool announcements happening. Just can't say so much more yet as I finalize a few things. Um, and we will be doing a print sale to celebrate the one year anniversary print sale and fundraiser. So 50% will go to the artists who, you know, donate a print and the other 50% will go to helping black women photographers grow um, and with operational costs. And so um, please stay tuned for that because that'd be a great opportunity to purchase prints. Um, but a lot of photographers already have prints shops up on their store. So you don't have to wait till next month to support. Uh, you can please start supporting the artists now, but um, yeah, I think that's a few things from me. That's a lot, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> um, hearing Polly say that makes me realize I didn't mention that we do portfolio reviews for every member of our community as well. And we do these monthly Zoom calls. We did one on how to break into editorial photography. Um, we just did a call on making the transition into video. So we'll continue our monthly Zoom calls and, and bring in more um, interesting people to talk to our community and, and help them grow and empower them. We're really focused on 
um, building out the tech and building out more features to um, help bring more of this process online. We'll continue to grow our community and grow our team. Um, we have a, a lot more in store, not, not much that I can share right now, um, but I'm just excited to really be focused on um, getting more work, focused on more work with for our photographers, connecting with more brands, getting the name out there more, so more people know who we are, what we do, and how we can help their brands get uh, really incredible content uh, shot by women photographers simultaneously around the world. So that's, that's our focus. That's uh, what we'll continue to double down on over the next year. And just so grateful that there's hopefully an end in sight to all of this. It seems like there's an end in sight and we can all um, leave our homes. My team all works remotely. We're a global team and, um, you know, I'd like to see people again. I'd like to see my team <laughs> work in the same office with them one day. So those are the things that we're focused on. Yeah. Karen, can I ask, um, have you seen an uptick in requests for work in the last yeah, few months? Very, yeah. I mean, uh, I would say this year, absolutely. Um, it's, it's a lot of it has to do with our outreach and, um, you know, building brand awareness, but yeah, we're, we're excited about the brands that are, who are coming to us and, uh, wanting to work with the, with the community. It's, it's been great. Uh, and even during the pandemic, what was interesting, and I know we need to leave time for Q and A, so I don't want to talk too much. Yeah. So cut me off, but, um, <laughs> during the pandemic, I think with so many production shot, um, shut down in certain cities, we were a good answer to that. So that actually, um, in some weird way, and it feels funny to say it, but benefited our community and our platform because we were able to help these brands who just didn't know what to do anymore when their productions were shut down in various cities. Um, but yes, we've definitely seen um, even more of an uptick this year. That's great. That's great. Um, well, yeah, I think we've covered a lot of ground and I'm sure we probably um, have some people with questions out there. So let's open that up so they can start to ask those. If I can see, oh, here we go. <laughs> Anyone out there who wants to? Yeah, so somebody had just asked about some of the prior episodes of Scope to um, hear other conversations because um, this one is so great and they all are and, and they're important conversations. So I just put a link, but anybody who's looking for it, there's um, APA, we have a YouTube channel for American Photographic Artists where we have this episode of Scope that will be appearing and then all the previous episodes that we've, we have done. Um, it's just, an, it's, there's an incredible amount of content that's available to hear from professionals in our industry, to hear it, to hear how people are marketing themselves or getting business or working together, the communities that are there for people. I think it's really, um, there's, there's a ton of things happening this year for as difficult a year as it's been. I really think that some amazing um, projects have come out of this, some platforms that didn't exist before that are now out there. And I feel like people are really connecting in ways that they hadn't before. And I really appreciate um, your part of this conversation, but I think that there's uh, definitely, you can find these other groups also. Uh, we list a lot of them on the APA national site um, and to hear from some of them as well. 
That's great. Do you see anyone else out there have any more questions? Quiet, so quiet. Yes, um, no questions too small, no questions too big. That's right, or embarrassing, or. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are happy to answer. Um, I do see Summer asking the mission process, uh, which we mentioned briefly at the top. And so basically, I'll just say again that, you know, photographers can reach out to me directly um, at any time. Um, my email for Blackwoman Photographers is Polly at blackwomanphotographers.com um, and just please include you know your some background about who you are uh, link to see your work um, and then I would follow up with a form where you can um, just answer a number of questions some community-based questions um, and get you onboarded onboarded that way um, it may take me a few weeks to reply just because there are a lot of emails um, that I get uh, and notifications on all these platforms and I'm still in the process of building a team I do not have a team yet so please be patient <laughs> if I reply but I will get back to you I promise um, and then Karen uh, can explain her process Sure. Um, for anyone interested in becoming a member of The Loop, just come to loop.theloop.com or loop.com uh, and you can apply, click on creator. I want to be a loop photographer and you can uh, submit uh, a link to your site and let us know that you're interested. We get a notification, review your work, and then we'll get back to you. Great. Um, let's see. There's another question about someone's asking that they work in 35 millimeter film photography. Do we know of any communities that specifically are for that? So old school. I know, um, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there are a lot of photographers in the loop who, who shoot film. Um, and so, you know, you're wel welcome to apply to join the loop. Uh, and depending on the jobs that we get, you can either um, accept them or not, or just be part of the community. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We have a film channel in our Slack community. Um, so you are definitely welcome um, as well. Perfect. And um, if you look up on our on the APA site under diversity, there's we list all the different groups that that were mentioned here today. A lot of them have been interviewed on the on various videos that we have. So I can send you a link to that. So I, I saw somebody was trying to get the list again. Yeah. Um, if you email me, uh, executive director at apanational.com, I'll send you a list as well if you want to know who the different groups are. Perfect. And there's one more question here. Interested in learning if LGBTQA members of your communities are very open about their identities and if clients look to support photographers that identify this way. Do your photographers openly identify or do some see these identities as additional strikes against them? Well, um, thank you, first of all, for your question and a great question amongst um, it being also Pride Month. Um, but I would hope that, you know, none of the photographers would feel like that's a strike against them um, for either communities. I mean, just from what I've seen from afar, from being in the loops 
uh, community for the uh, short while I've been in there so far. I haven't seen that being an issue. Um, and also in mine, I haven't seen that being an issue yet. Um, photographers who are open, you know, they may share it in the context, context of the work that they are doing. Um, like just now, uh, literally actually on Friday was like the deadline um, to submit uh, to this um, collective photo essay we're doing for Pride Month. Um, where photographers who are members of the community submitted their work uh, that will be published soon in an outlet. Um, and again, you know, the work that we do, you know, we try to make sure that it is a safe, inclusive space. And I know you can hear that a lot. And for some, it can just be words. Um, but I really do, you know, do everything I can to make sure that it's not just words, not just something you hear, but it actually is. Um, and so for me, I haven't you know, had that be an issue. Um, again, but, you know, people are welcome to share whatever they care to share. Um, I don't really go and ask um, unless if it's, you know, for something like this open call submission process that we just did uh, for Pride Month. So it just, it just varies, I guess. And I would agree with everything that Polly said um, in the loop. We have photographers who identify in many different ways and we're accepting of all of the photographers and want to make sure that it's um, an inclusive, safe place for photographers to chat about anything and to feel welcome to be who they are and to celebrate it. So uh, not an issue um, that we have come across at all in the loop. I think if anything, it's the opposite. It's uh, people wanting to, to be themselves and feel welcomed. Yeah, that's great. And then it looks like uh, there's another link here. The person who was asking about the film uh, being a film shooter called analogforevermagazine.com mm -hmm. yep. is another good resource to check out. Anything else there? This is how the community helps each other, right? <laughs> Ask right. questions and have people that can answer. That's right. I don't see anybody else. Well, I wanna thank you, each of you again. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your taking the time to talk and to the fact that you each took the initiative to create the groups that you have um, where you could have just focused on your own career, I think is extraordinary. So thank you for that. Thank you for being part of a, a larger community. Um, it's what's going to keep this uh, community alive. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you. thank you, Karen and Polly. It was great meeting you both finally. <laughs> seeing you and meeting you. <laughs> it's been a great conversation. Thanks yeah. for all the questions. Of course. Appreciate the time. And I'm imagining everything's in the notes, like Juliet said, and they can go to the YouTube to see the recording later too. Don't forget. Yep. And reach out to us if you need anything and you want to connect with different people. Well, that's what we're here for, to connect everybody. So yeah. And if you, if you have any questions about the loop, you can email us at hi at the loop.com uh, and we'll help however we can. Thank you so much. And, and follow us on social media, Black Women Photographers, The Loop. Thank you for listening. Episodes of our APA Scope series are also available to view on the American Photographic Artists YouTube channel. You can find out about upcoming episodes and other programming on the apanational.org website.